0: Hello and welcome to the first entrepreneurial edition of Beyond the Present podcast. My name is Daniel Morgan, and in this edition of the Beyond the Present podcast, we are going to talk about all things business, investment, as well as finances. So, this particular edition is designed exclusively for the entrepreneurs or for those who would like to improve their knowledge of entrepreneurship, business, finance, and investment. So this, of course, was uh, way back. It was a request by one of our, basically, uh, listeners who requested such a program, uh, of course. And now, here we are. We have this uh, edition added to our, uh, basically, podcast series. And today, we will start our first episode of the Entrepreneurial Edition of Beyond the Present podcast and today of course since this is our first episode I'd like to actually start off right by the simple question of what is exactly entrepreneurship and whether or not you the listener should consider becoming one. So as you probably already know the word entrepreneurship nowadays is such a big deal I mean like it's become almost uh, a global phenomenon as well as a trend. And quite frankly, I think it's uh, partially due to you know the new changes that we are seeing these days in social media and the way many entrepreneurs are using the platform to reach a wider audience, which has made the whole concept more popular. So basically, entrepreneurship is nothing more than you being able to offer your product or service at a profit to a specific customer or a group of customers. That's entrepreneurship. Whether you are trying to, let's say, sell your musical, uh, for example, uh, knowledge, as a, let's say, I don't know, musician or as somebody who wants to sell uh, the product that your company is making, whether you are offering your uh, consulting coaching services, whether you are, se- for example, selling you know certain properties in real estate, all of these things, these are uh, some examples of entrepreneurship. That is the ability to run your own business and offer your product or service to a customer or groups of customers who are willing to pay for that product or service. Now, with that being said, is it really all that simple? That is, uh, knowing the definitions, all that it takes to become a business owner? Of course not. So, let's now talk about what it really takes to be a business owner and to run your own business. So, first of all, there are two styles of entrepreneurship. We have one called solopreneurship. As you probably know, uh, about 40% of all entrepreneurs are actually solopreneurs. And uh, almost uh, 35% of all the companies registered in the US are run by one person. Now, Personally speaking, solopreneurship is one way to go about it, especially if you're you know, getting started with you know entrepreneurship, because you don't have to pay for your staff, you don't have to hire anybody, you don't have to get an office probably, and this allows you to work wherever you are. And this is, of course, very popular among what we call the digital nomad entrepreneurs, that is bloggers, writers, uh, programmers, and so on, who they somehow use their own time or when they want, and of course, they get the profit that way. The second type of entrepreneurship, of course, is what we call teamwork. That's when you begin and establish a team. could be a team uh, made of only two or three, for example, people or, uh, let's say, uh, individuals or it could be perhaps made of, uh, I don't know, hundreds or thousands of basically people. But usually most businesses start off with very few individuals involved in the process to run that business and, of course, to work towards improving its profitability. Now, it all depends on yourself. You're like, well, Dan, first of all, I'm currently working at a job. I got, for example, you know, let's say a boss and he pays me every month and I do my job and I have my nine to five and all that stuff. Why in the world should I consider becoming an entrepreneur? So let me first uh, tell you right now about this issue. You see, becoming an entrepreneur is not an easy thing. Let me just tell you right now because a lot of people are like, well, that way I can work whenever I want. As a matter of fact, my experience proves that uh, basically uh, getting a job technically is easier both emotionally, physically, and in terms of your time than running a business. Yes, the 9 to 5, you got to wake up early and then go to the office, stay there until 5 or whatever it is, come back home. So it's going to take a lot of time. I just want to work two, three hours per day and be done with it. Well, the fact of the matter is that when you start your business, especially in the first few years, you actually will end up working much more than an employee. At the same time, the chances are your income will be less than a full-time job. You see, that's what I've heard from almost any entrepreneur that I actually know or have met personally. That is, in the first few years, not only they worked more hours, they actually made fewer dollars for those hours. So because of this, you have to ask yourself, do I really want to be an entrepreneur? Do you really want to run my own business, perhaps be a, become a consultant, perhaps, I don't know, uh, start investing uh, in real estate? Do I really want any of these things? And to answer that question, you have to look at yourself and your values. What are your values in life? Now, everyone of us seems like, well, what is a value? Values are why you do what you do. You see, every decision that you make stems from your values. So if you per- perhaps are currently an employee, the chances are some of your values include security, stability, being able to rely on a stable income, and more importantly, not having to think so much about work when you're not working. That is, you want, you value things like free time, leisure, and work-life balance. So, if you look at the lives of most entrepreneurs, they would tell you that, unfortunately, a lot of those things simply don't exist in the world of business owners. That is, most business owners cannot necessarily determine like, okay, I'm going to work from this hour to this hour and then I'm going to be fun. It's, it's not really that easy for most entrepreneurs, especially in the first few years of running their business, to determine which hours they'll be working, which hours they will not. Because problems will pop up. There's going to be some issues, documentations, taxations, uh, some other problems, the clients might call you, marketing, and so on and so forth. And all of these things will actually make it harder for you to actually work whenever you want to work. So that's one of the things that will uh, perhaps, if you have those values, if you really value, let's say, work-life balance, or you want to have certain hours just for work and certain hours not for working, probably being a business owner probably is not for you, from my point of view. Secondly, of course, is about uh, the manner in which you want to run your business. You see, when you're an employee, you have a specific task and responsibility, and oftentimes your job is about doing whatever task you're responsible for. However, when it comes to running a business, it's far more about the human factor than it is about the technicality of what you do. Because as an entrepreneur, you're supposed to actually do a lot of things, especially if you have a smaller team or even like you're a solopreneur, you have to do many things all by yourself. Things like marketing, things like sales, things like talking to your clients, for example. Things like following up with those clients. And of course, dealing with all the headaches that come with dealing with bad clients. You see, when you're working for somebody else, Your job is very simple and it's very clear. Do this and do this from this hour to this hour. But as an entrepreneur, there are no such clear boundaries as what you must do because sometimes your clients might actually have requests that you never thought perhaps would come up. Uh, sometimes you deal with let's say uh, clients that are not necessarily your best clients we call these like bad clients or clients from hell who somehow give you trouble and they have all these excuses for doing business or asking for discounts too much or this and that so you you kind of know that basically right so as an entrepreneur you have to deal with a wide variety of people who are your potential customers this is one of quite frankly, one of the disadvantages of being an entrepreneur, especially if you are a solopreneur or if you have a very small team where you have to be involved with everything or with every client. And that's usually most uh, basically often the case with those who begin their business. So just imagine that if you're an employee, you deal with certain types of people from a certain social background, certain you know uh, things that you have in common, perhaps your colleagues who are also in, let's say, the IT sector or in the uh, you know hospitality sector or in the, let's say, restaurant business, so you see and meet the same type of people, and you interact with them in the same type of basically way. But as an entrepreneur, you basically are dealing with all sorts of people, uh, many of whom you will never ever actually want to meet in the real life. I mean, like, uh, if you are, let's say, an entrepreneur, you deal with all sorts of people that most of whom you will never ever befriend in real life, for example, right? This is just, you know, a fact. You might end up talking with someone you have almost nothing in common with, but he or she is a you know perhaps a prospective client who might actually order, let's say, a project or ask for one of your, for example, services or so on and so forth. So because of this, the human element is very important. So ask us right now this question. How easy it is for you to deal with all sorts of people, many of whom probably will not have a lot in common with you? Because this is the biggest challenge of entrepreneurship. The human element and the emotional element. Because if you, for example, don't know how to uh, perhaps deal with people who are, uh, let's say, uh, a little bit more strategic on the side. Let's say some clients who use certain tactics to get a good discount. Or certain clients who perhaps are not quite upfront with their desires about your products, So they end up, for example, postponing or canceling in a way that seems believable. But of course, you know, that these guys are actually faking it. So you you have to create, uh, you know, have to create those uh, basically uh, patterns where you know, okay, this client is a time waster. This client is actually playing with me right now. Oh, this client is actually a very good client. Oh, this guy is actually very trustable. I can actually trust him. But this lady, probably not so much. So you need all these social skills to be able to manage your time. Because as an entrepreneur, you need to be able to make a certain quota, whatever it is for you, basically, And you have a certain amount of time with you and your team and your, uh, let's say, staff members. So the worst thing you can do as an entrepreneur is to spend that time with the wrong people doing the wrong things or simply doing things that are not uh, quite valuable for your time. Which is why the second element of entrepreneurship is personal management and time management. You see, how well are you in terms of being able to manage your time and your, basically, plans? Are you more disciplined or are you more spontaneous? The more spontaneous types of people, from my point of view, unless you're involved in certain types of artistic career, they are generally better off working as employees because that, those working hours creates that structure for them. It's like, okay, well, I got to go to work from nine to five and then I'm free, right? And this allows their lives to be more organized. But if you are, let's say, more spontaneous and going to run your own business, you might run into a lot of trouble. Because organization and discipline is very critical in running your own business. To know, like, these are the hours. Okay, I should do this. I should do that. That's the second element that you have to work on very well. The third element of entrepreneurship, of course, and the value that most entrepreneurs aspire to is freedom and being able to make your own decisions. You see, that's perhaps the biggest advantage of being an entrepreneur. Again, you pay a lot for it. Let's be honest. Because if you're an employee, your boss makes all the decisions. It's very simple. Or you're a supervisor. But when you run your own business, you're going to decide what kind of job you will do, how you will do it, and with what types of people. So you have this autonomy of deciding and making decisions about your business and the kind of people you tend to work with. And I think that's, of course, very, very important. And of course, it's totally worth all the effort and struggle that you have to go through to you know, become an entrepreneur. But from my point of view, if you look at the values of entrepreneurs, they, they seek freedom, They seek independence. And of course, in most cases, if you look around you, you realize that in most cases, those who are successful as entrepreneurs tend to create much more wealth than those who are highly skilled uh, professionals who tend to work for somebody else. It's just a a simple matter of mathematics. So if your ambitions financially is pretty high, the chances are you should aim for being an entrepreneur. But then please be, be aware that the majority of, I mean, as of today, an average entrepreneur make, uh, makes about 40000 to $45,000 a year in the U.S. As you probably know, the average income in the U.S. is actually higher than that. It's uh, over $52,000 a year, right? So being an entrepreneur does not mean that you are going to be rich. Because becoming rich itself is once you run a business that is very successful, and then can actually generate profit and then repeat that process. So if your sole motivation to be an entrepreneur is to get rich quickly, the chances are you will be disappointed. Because in most cases, entrepreneurs, especially in the first 5 to 10 years even actually, do not generate massive wealth. If you look around you and like, you know, very famous top entrepreneurs, uh, billionaires, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, you realize that they actually went through a very long process and it took them decades to accumulate their wealth. And the same thing, of course, applies to all other entrepreneurs. So if your sole motivation to be an entrepreneur is to just uh, basically have higher income, i got some bad news for you. If you really think that by becoming an entrepreneur, you will become a millionaire, I don't know, in a couple of days or months or even years, the chances are you will be disappointed. So right now, ask yourself, what do I value? Do I want to explore possibilities that are out there in the marketplace? Do I want to have the freedom to decide what kind of work I will do, how I will get them done, uh, what kind of people I will serve, or do you have the desire to perhaps be your own boss or make your own decisions? Or instead, you value things like security. You think of work as a means of service, getting your money, and then moving on with your life. Because let's be honest, I am not at all saying that everybody should be an entrepreneur. As a matter of fact, I know that most people should not become entrepreneurs because uh, that's what math says. Most entre- entrepreneurs fail in the long run. Most businesses fail in the long run. So if you want to get in the club, you should really ask yourself, is this for me or not? And uh, becoming wealthy can be easily done by getting a job in a very you know, highly prestigious company or corporation. So that's not the only path to wealth. There are many ways towards wealth. There's, of course, the path of personal investment, which we can later talk about hopefully in other episodes, how you can actually invest in different things to increase your net worth. But ultimately, if you want to run your own business, you better have a very, very strong and uh, you know, reliable reason to become the kind of person who will run basically his or her business because the the, the path ahead, ahead will be very difficult. And it's not going to be an easy ride, if you will, because you will deal with a lot of obstacles. The learning curve in most businesses is actually very steep at the beginning. So you have to spend many hours, days, weeks, months, or even years, learn the business, and then you can actually move on to generating profits. So, having said all of those things, now let's talk about what type of people should not become entrepreneurs and that they will actually be more successful getting a job. You see, not everybody, from my point of view, should aim to be an entrepreneur because doing so could actually push their plans way back. So, the people who should not consider entrepreneurship, from my point of view, are those who believe in a clear work-life balance and structure. You see, Entrepreneurs that I know of personally, generally their lives are not as orderly and organized. And a lot of people among us, we value organization and order. So if you want that level of order in your life uh, where things are happening in order, probably running a business will make you very unhappy. Even if you make more money, you will be unhappy. I mean, do you really like to make more money and then be unhappy all the time? What's the point anyways, right? So The second question, of course, is, are you the kind of person who would prefer to deal with certain types of people and do not really enjoy talking with people from all walks of life? That's very important because as an entrepreneur especially if you have like a big uh, kind of business or the kind of business that can actually serve a mass audience, uh, especially if it's like, you know, aimed at uh, almost anyone who can come and become your uh, client, let's say restaurant businesses, uh, let's say, I don't know, health and fitness business, let's say coaching and consultancies, uh, all of these things, you will have to deal with people, you know, people from all walks of life, kind of like, you know, being a doctor where almost anybody can be your patient. So are you the kind of person who enjoys dealing with people from all walks of life. And not necessarily those who are like you or who share your opinions, but think about those who are completely unlike you, whose lifestyles are not at all like you. If you are the kind of person who prefers to only spend time with certain types of people, for example, those who are at your level of education, those who live in your town or those who share your beliefs, ideologies, and so on, then again, being an entrepreneur will actually make you very unhappy. Because you will end up dealing with people from many different walks of life who you have to deal with because they are your prospective clients or uh, prospects. And because of this, you need to somehow feel a little bit uh, upset about this matter because maybe you really don't enjoy dealing with somebody who is, I don't know, perhaps 30, 40 years older than you or uh, opposite, 20 years younger than you or somebody who is coming from a very different background that perhaps is very radically different from your background, right? So if you don't enjoy that kind of experiences and interactions, probably it's better to get a job so you can actually have a smaller social circle made of like-minded people. And finally, is about your major goal in life. You see, running a business is pretty much a uh, group endeavor. It's really about other people. It's about serving other people, creating value for the society, and it's a very rewarding experience. But if you're the kind of person who values perhaps more deeper things in life, like you really enjoy perhaps discussing uh, the details of Nietzsche's philosophy for hours, and you perhaps don't want to be, let's say, interrupted by a customer uh, talking about, oh, we have a problem with the piping of this house, for example – then maybe you should not consider working on your own and should perhaps at least delegate those kind of tasks with, you know, for other people who are willing to be interrupted. Some of us, we don't really like to be interrupted. When we're doing something, we wanna like focus on that thing. Entrepreneurship, is kind of like being a fireman. At any one moment, something could go wrong. There's a problem right here, it should be addressed. You should always be on a standby mode, if you will, for your job and your business. And if you don't like that approach, again, There are many other ways to be wealthy. You do not necessarily have to opt to run your own business. Now, today, of course, was the beginning. And I really believe that uh, becoming an entrepreneur from my point of view is a very rewarding experience. And I think if you have listened well to us up until now, you probably have now a basic idea of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. And whether or not you should become an entrepreneur, but don't worry, even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, there are many ways to create wealth without running a business or establishing a group of people who serve customers. There are many simpler ways to become becoming wealthy, including investing in real estate, which can be done all by yourself without running uh, basically a lot of businesses and without having to deal with tax and all that stuff or a team or so so on and so forth. And in this uh, series, hopefully, the Entrepreneurial Edition of the podcast, we will discuss them one by one. And of course, uh, we will also at some point address other issues such as Forex, stock market, basically investment, as well as other types of business and financial topics. So that's all the time we have for guys. I hope you enjoyed our first episode as part of the Entrepreneurial Edition of the Present podcast. Of course, as always, if you have any questions or you would like me to talk about a specific business or financial topic, just send me a message. You can reach me anywhere, Dan Mulgan, and I will be glad to answer it, hopefully either on podcast or face-to-face or live. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for. Thank you very much and let's see what it takes to become an entrepreneur. For now, I wish you all a wonderful day or night ahead, depending on where you are, all over our beautiful planet. Have a good one.